Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, Tim. I appreciate you having me in this difficult time. Yeah, I just had quite the, quite the discussion about curfews. I, I don't know what was anticipated, but it, it went on for some time and, and some back and forth. It was considered, ultimately rejected. Uh, step us through what happened there. Well, typically in the legislative process, you have several weeks, if not months, to come to a decision point. And so you have some phone calls, you send some emails, you have coffee with somebody, there's a 10 p.m. beer. And so really what we saw last night was what would typically happen over many weeks compressed into three hours. Um, You know, we began with a proposal uh, around a mandatory curfew, and where we ended was a 24-7 uh, voluntary shelter-in-place request of the citizenry, because we know that the thing that's going to limit the impact of the COVID-19 virus is limiting uh, our contact with others, and and that's tough in a day and a time when we gain pleasure and uh, we we really get a lot of sustenance from our interaction with others. Um, so that interaction right now is going to have to be in very limited form with your family or uh, via FaceTime or, or other means uh, on the telephone. I think people still pick up the telephone occasionally. Um, but we want people to um, be with the ones they love uh, but keep a distance from others. And, and so uh, we are asking for a voluntary shelter in place uh, by residents uh, right now 24-7. Uh, and then the mandate is around uh, bars, restaurants, and entertainment venues. And the mandate uh, says that um, you have to have fewer than 10 people in those establishments. Um, curbside service, takeout service, delivery service, and the like can continue. But we don't want people congregating in those places where oftentimes in a city like Athens and many other cities, people are basically cheek to jowl. And um, that, that's that's a recipe for disaster right now. I'm curious, I'm Mayor Kelly Garcia, what kind of guidance did you get from the county attorney on this? Uh, legal opinions will always vary. Uh, there are those who questioned uh, your authority to impose a curfew, and ultimately you did not. Uh, there are those who are questioning this about, uh, we were just talking with an Athens attorney, wonders about the authority to single out bars and restaurants as opposed to other establishments. Well, I... You know, I I'd point to the opportunity that's been taken by every city in the states for decades uh, to impose occupancy limits on on places for health and safety. Um, Typically, we've thought about that in terms of fire safety and the opportunity to get a safe exit. And right now we're thinking about that in terms of uh, a viral infection and safety around that. You know, I have said, I've said here, it would have been a much bigger surprise, albeit a very pleasant one. It would have been a much bigger surprise to not have coronavirus patients, coronavirus cases in Athens. We now know that we have three. I think we could logically uh, suspect that we might have many more. Uh, I don't know how much you know uh, about the three cases. Uh, We understand the first two evidently not connected one to another. I don't know about this third case. Is there anything you know about this that maybe the rest of us don't, anything you can share? 
No, you, you, you just described everything that I know about these cases. Um, but, but I think what you did allude to that's important is that, you know, this is like the iceberg phenomenon. If you know that there are three, there are many dozens below the surface that simply either have yet to get tested or have yet to have tests that have been conducted come back positive. What public health officials are telling me is that it's taking somewhere around 48 or 72 hours to even get a test result. Largely, that's transit time from somebody getting the nasal swab and that swab then being transported to the testing site where the sample can be evaluated uh, and then back. And then, of course, there's been uh, all of the press about the limitation on the number of tests that have been available, although with the kind of federal funds flowing uh, we certainly hope that we're going to see a dramatic ramping up in testing opportunity. I'm Mayor Kelly Gertz. Uh, you've alluded to this just now. Uh, conversations with public health officials locally, I would I would imagine also at the state level. Uh, what is the level of coordination so far? There's a very significant level of coordination. Um, coordination around messaging, uh, coordination around you know, the, the coming drive-through testing locations that um, that we've been hearing about. Um, and, uh, and coordination with other entities that are important, too, like the University of Georgia and the Clark County School District. So uh, just yesterday, the Clark County School District finalized plans for meal delivery. That was done in conjunction and coordination with county authorities. So um, lots of those conversations uh, are happening. And then there's a, an emergency management consortium that's sort of a multi-agency and multi-institution consortium that's come together that's doing a lot of this planning together um, because we need to be talking to each other. That's, That's essential, especially right now. You know, one of the things that I know you have to do uh, that that none of us like to do, I, I can do it as as kind of a hobby, <laughs> talking on the radio here. You have to do it as a matter of a leadership capacity as a mayor. You have to go straight to worst case. You have to envision uh, what might be the worst case, and then how our hospitals, our local healthcare infrastructure might be set up to deal with this. What's your sense of that now? That's right. And and so we have to realize what our bed capacity is at our hospitals and how can we flex that capacity. And what I would say to you and say to everybody out there is that we don't want to unnecessarily compromise that capacity. And so the social distancing is certainly a piece of that. We don't want any more cases of COVID-19 than we possibly can, can have. And we also don't want other kinds of things that are intruding upon our ER spaces and our hospital beds generally. So if we can keep somebody who's dehydrated or been in a bar fight at one in the morning from consuming some time of medical care providers, we need to do that because our responses have to be very focused on the challenge of the moment. You know, that's a heck of a good point there, Mayor Kelly Gertz. The rest of life goes on. I mean, yeah, we get hospitals, for example, and again, I'm going worst case here just for the sake of the discussion. You get hospitals that are pretty much maxed out to capacity. Next thing you know, you have a bus wreck out on the loop or something and a lot of injured people there. And it's easy to see how we could really be facing some pretty dire circumstances here. That's right. Um, But... You know, we, we've, we've got some contingencies in place. Should we need to flex up? 
but we want to keep ourselves from having to do that. Mayor Kelly Gertz here. This train runs on a couple of different tracks. We have obviously talked about, and your first and and primary focus is this as a medical concern, Mm -hmm. but it's also an economic concern. You have just effectively closed restaurants, uh, and largely closed restaurants, which were probably going to struggle anyway. Uh, What do we see on the other side of this, uh, trying to keep some folks who are operating on pretty thin margins to begin with? What are we going to do here? Really, um, as we address the immediate health crisis, the next order of business is determining how we ride out this economically and then how we come out the other end of it. And so just yesterday, I was in conversation with um, Area Chamber of Commerce President David Bradley with some small business owners, and we're talking about what that's going to look like because we want to make sure that People do have jobs. Uh, obviously, we're going to need some federal and some, some state support. Uh, our local emergency declaration calls out our ability to draw down those kind of supports. But this is going to be a tough time. Uh, if you're in the service industry and you rely on tips, those tips aren't coming to you right now. Um, so as an organization, we're trying to be responsive to that by, you know, being, uh, being generous about not shutting off water, you know, understanding that we're not going to be receiving payments for public services. But we also need to be critically conscious of how do we transition uh, through this period and then out of this period? Um, how do we set up an environment in which business can thrive? And I would say to your listeners, if there is any safe way that you can access locally owned businesses right now, do that. Uh, If you can order a book from a locally owned bookstore, uh, if you can download some music from a local musician, uh, if you can order food from a local vendor, do that. Every dollar right now matters to them. Very, very quickly, Mayor Kelly Gertz, I just happened to see it's still on the agenda, uh, on the calendar. Is the commission going to meet again tonight, the regularly scheduled session at City Hall, or or did you take um, We're meeting for our regularly scheduled agenda setting session tonight. And, and your word would be uh, your word would be watch it online, watch it on cable access. You don't necessarily want a lot That's of people right. coming to City Hall. Watch it on cable access, accgov.com. Uh, uh, it's also on Facebook and YouTube. Um, we we don't want folks gathering. Uh, if you submit comments tonight, I'm going to read them into the record as I did last night. Um, just as if you were there, I'll, I'll be doing a dramatic reenactment of your work. <laughs> All right, Mayor Kelly Gertz, thanks so much, and I'm sure we'll be in touch. You be in touch with us. Uh, anything you need to get out there, you reach out. Thank you, Tim. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.